Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 27th chapter. And when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, they offered him wine to drink mixed with gall, but when he tasted it, he would not drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his garments among them by casting lots. And they sat down and kept watch over him there. And over his head they put the charge against him which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. And those who passed by derided them, wagging their heads and saying, You who would destroy this temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. So also the chief priests with the scribes and elders mocked him, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. He is the King of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now, if he desires him. For he said, I am the Son of God. And the robbers who were crucified with him also reviled him in the same way. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, This man is calling Elijah. And one of them ran at once and took a sponge, filled it with sour wine, and put it on a reed, and gave it to him to drink. But the others said, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice, and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth shook, and the rocks were split, the tombs also were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. When the centurion and those who were with him, keeping watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake and what took place, they were filled with awe and said, Truly, this was the Son of God. There were also many women there looking on from a distance, who had followed Jesus from Galilee ministering to him, among whom were Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Joseph and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Arthur Beisch. Our text is Matthew chapter 27, verse 50. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Stricken, smitten, and afflicted, see him dying on the tree. Tis the Christ, by man rejected. Yes, my soul, tis he, tis he. Tis the long-expected prophet, David's son, yet David's Lord. Proofs I see sufficient of it. Tis the true and faithful word. You who think of sin but lightly, nor suppose the evil great, here may view its nature rightly, here its guilt may estimate. Mark the sacrifice appointed. See who bears the awful load. 
Tis the word, the Lord's anointed, Son of Man and Son of God. The mockery of a trial, the injustice of the entire proceedings before the Jewish Sanhedrin, the court of King Herod, and finally the Roman tribunal of Pontius Pilate, all these clearly must proclaim the innocence of Jesus Christ. The Sanhedrin can find no two witnesses who will agree in their testimony. King Herod seeks only a theatrical display from this rabbi, of whom he has heard, whom he has never met, whose message either has not heard or chooses to ignore. Finally, Pilate, representative of Roman justice, must also say, I find no fault in this man, and then wash his hands of the matter. Who are the guilty parties needing pardon and forgiveness? They stand before the judgment seat, not as the accused, but those shouting for the death of the innocent. The masses of the people who over the course of some three years saw and heard the ministry of Jesus Christ, who have seen the miracles and healings, these now call for Jesus' crucifixion. For these and for us, the innocent Jesus, the Son of God, goes quietly as a lamb to the slaughter to lay down his life for us all, the guilty sinners before God. For us and for all who have offended God's holy law, our Lord cried out with a loud voice, proclaiming his work of redemption completed and yielded up his spirit to his Father. In his ministry he had said, For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. John chapter 10. On Calvary, he does what he was called to do by his father, what he came as the babe of Bethlehem to do for sinful mankind, to lay down his life for the sins of all that you and I might thereby have life everlasting. Scripture tells us that without the shedding of blood, there is no redemption. On Calvary's cross, the Son of God, the perfect Lamb, sheds his blood, lays down his life for the sins of all mankind. What you and I cannot and could not do for ourselves, the sinless Son of God does for us. This salvation he offers freely to us all, if only we, moved by God's Holy Spirit, will confess that we are indeed poor, miserable sinners, if only we will believe and trust that by his innocent suffering and death, Jesus has paid for our sins. Wherever the good news of what Jesus has done is preached, we have the opportunity to receive the gift of God, salvation through Christ Jesus. Whatever you may have done against God's holy law, Christ Jesus has paid the price for your sin. These gifts are there for you, wherever the word of God is proclaimed, wherever the blessed sacraments of baptism and the Lord's Supper are offered, there is indeed life and salvation for sinners such as you and I.